0: Welcome to the amazing clocks podcast on the black love podcast network my name is anthony clark
1: and i'm melanie
0: clark and we are the amazing, amazing clocks. clarks we're both award-winning certified life and love coaches and a husband and wife duo that have been coaching together as a team for 22 years and that have been passionately in love for 30 they call us the amazing clocks because we empower people to live amazing lives
1: And you are joining us here for our Love Revolution, where we discuss ideas and concepts that help us love ourselves and one another more, because we need more love in the universe. That's
0: right. No matter what level you're on, we're here to take you higher. Yes. So, welcome to our show. We have another great episode today, an amazing episode. Yes. We previously covered the Fords of Affirmation. Mm -hmm. The second one, we did Acts of Service. Yes. And today, we are going to cover... Yes. The next week we're going to cover number four and then we'll cover with a fifth one. Yes. We'll be done with the series. Mm -hmm. All right. So before we jump into that, it's time for (laughs) catching up with the clocks. So baby, anything new and exciting you want to share with the listeners? What have you been up to?
1: I have been going to the gym. That's what I've been up to. Yes, you have. Trying to get healthier and stronger and fitter. So I have been working out and I'm really proud of myself, Anthony, because I usually fight you in the gym. <laughs> what? Well, you fight me in the gym? What? Who and I've been that? a really good girl mm-hmm. listening to what you say, and you're a great trainer. My ego just doesn't like to be told what to do by you, so mm-hmm. I'm really mm-hmm. having to do some Stuff. keeping Mallory in check. But she's cooperating pretty well. It's been really easy, and I am I appreciate you helping me.
0: Good job. I appreciate that back. Um, Have you noticed any differences? Like, what is the the difference between, you know, like how do you feel different energetically, physically?
1: I definitely have more energy and I feel lighter. Mm -hmm. That was one of the reasons I wanted to start working out. I was starting to feel heavy. And for you listeners that don't know, I am in my late 50s and it's very common for women to get a little thick in the middle. And I'm going to say no, thank you to that. As I see it happening, I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, no, I don't want that. So I'm willing to put some time, energy and effort into sculpting my body the way I want it to be good job. I'm proud of you. Thank You've you. you doing a great job. And Thank you. It's true in the past.
0: We've had agreements like you go like, I want to work out. I want to work out. Take me to the gym. i take you to the gym. Be like, okay, babe, this is what you got to do. Shut up. Don't tell me what to do. I want to do my thing. Just thing. Like, so this time I was a little skeptical. Uh. Well, well, not skeptical, a little hesitant, but I try to Like, hit the reset button each time, because you're in a different place each time. Yes,
1: absolutely. But this
0: time, it was like, you know what? My baby's been waiting to get to a gym. (laughs) She said she's going to do the home workout, and that ain't working out too well. Never does it. So let me, and I was like, yo, want to join my gym? And I've actually been really enjoying... Mm -hmm. training you and you have been very agreeable and you've been very motivated thank you and i could tell that it's really lifting your frequency yes i get to hang out with you more we get to drive Mm -hmm. together we get to get out the house here in charlotte yep so good job kudos
1: Thank you. Thank you. I feel really good about it. Yeah, so, so basically
0: that's my week too. Yeah. I was cover that
1: to, <laughs> your week to is hanging out. out with me and working out with that's me. Right. That's yes. right. Yes. Good stuff. Oh, and also we did some helping the family, get the house together. We've been doing a lot of yeah. remodeling and decorating yeah. and projects and just helping your mom mm-hmm. get her home the way that she wants it before we hit the road and start our travel. So yeah, we're yeah. working on improving the environment for our family yeah. while we're here giving them some good positive energy.
0: And it's raising everybody's frequency. Yeah. It's interesting because every household has its own frequency. Yes. Whether that frequency is, you know, calm, whether it's mm-hmm. chaos, whether it's, you know, maybe a little bit of both. Right. Lower vibration, higher frequencies. And when we came here, we brought our frequency. Yes. And nothing against the family, but no matter where we go, we're fortunate enough to be on a higher frequency. And we tend vibration. to dominate energy. Yeah, not forcefully. No, just no, 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 naturally. no. People inspire people. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting watching a household frequency.
1: Shift with us. Shift.
0: And everybody's when I enjoying move
1: it. you move just, just like that. that. <laughs> That's right, baby. That's yes, right. we're moving them. What a gift, uh. <laughs> what a gift. Ooh, good segue, segway. baby. I like how rainbow. you do that. Move yes. That it is a gift. Yes, yes. They are a gift and we are a gift. Which
0: leads us to the main topic. Yes. Gifts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Five love languages. So, so can you recap for them what the five languages of love are? What it's all about. And how
1: Absolutely. So, the five languages of love are all about how you express love to your partner. And most people have their own love language and they use that to express to their partner. And we're doing this series to give you ideas and help you focus on all of the love language so you can figure out what your partner's is, even if it's not the same as yours. You have to give your partner their love language and they have to give you yours. Otherwise, it's a disconnect, right? Right. It doesn't feel like you're actually receiving love and that can create some conflict because your partner feels like, but I'm giving you love, right? Right. But you're not giving me my love. You're not giving me my love language. So we're just going over the love languages in this series to help people focus in on that. And
0: once again, this works in Every area of life, not just your romantic relationships with your children. Your children have a love language. Your parents have a love language. You have a love language. Mm -hmm. Your neighbors have a love language. Everybody has a love language. So it's important to ask the other person, how can I make you happy? How can I make you feel more loved? Right. And once you let me know that, then I'm going to do that for you.
1: Absolutely. And then
0: hopefully that person does that back for you. Now guess what you have, people? A good relationship. Yeah. What's the foundation?
1: You know, Valentine's Day is one of those things where people expect gifts, right? Mm -hmm. So we are programmed to believe that when we give to one another on Valentine's Day, that's showing love. And I guarantee you the people whose love language is gifts love Valentine's Day because it gives them an opportunity to express that, right? Like that's why it's such a big deal. As we discussed on the last episode, my love language is not gifts, either is yours. Mm -hmm. So how do you feel about the love language gift?
0: One of the goals of this series for me personally uh-huh. was to really look at all five uh-huh. love languages right. because ultimately we all have one that's our dominant one and then we have other ones like okay that's my secondary and other ones that are like and eh, don't really do anything for me yeah i wanted to get to the point where i can embrace all of them oh so i'm not oh, like limited to my love languages so right. in, a, in that process i had to stop and self-reflect right on each one and why is this mine or why is it not mine uh uh-huh. And behind everything, there's a story. Right, there's a story behind everything. You know it. And for me, I started looking at because I knew we were going to cover gifts, so I started self reflecting on that one. Uh-huh. And it doesn't really do it for me yeah. when people give me gifts. I appreciate it, but it's yeah. not like ooh, wow, right. And I asked myself, why is that? Uh-huh. And when I dug deep, I realized that it used to be my love language. Oh, when I started off as a child. Uh-huh. And I realized when I started off as a child, I had two of my love language, which is very different than now. Right. It was words of affirmation
1: and gifts. When you were a kid. When I was a kid. Okay. And
0: I did that for everybody in my life. As a kid, I remember being eight years old, seven years old cleaning the buildings in New York mm-hmm. that we lived in, sweeping the floors and mopping the floors to make 50 cents
1: right. for all
0: that work. But it was worth it because I would use that to buy gifts for my family members, for mm-hmm. my siblings, for my mother. They had a birthday coming up, a holiday. Right. And I'd go above and beyond because it, I felt so much joy right. to give them <laughs> gifts. Right, But they did not feel that joy back
1: towards me. <laughs> right. That when, maybe that wasn't their love language. It wasn't,
0: but I didn't know it at the time. Right.
1: So you took and, it personally?
0: Right. And words of affirmation, the same thing. Mm. I would love to praise people and because I love love and I love making people feel good. But once again, for those of you that know my story, in Brooklyn, that was a different program. Yeah. I, you can't worry. It was not that easy to walk around being given words of affirmation. They don't do that. <laughs> right. thing. It's the opposite. Right. They, they tend to put you down a lot. Mm-hmm. And then with gifts, once I would do for them, and after years of doing that, I wasn't getting that back. Right. And so what I did is it, it hurt me. It was a trauma for me mm-hmm. because my story was they don't do that back for me because they don't love me. They think I'm a sucker. They're taking advantage of me. Why am I right. doing this for them? They're not doing that for me. And I'm not doing that anymore. So I shut it down. Right. I went to the extreme. <laughs> I love giving gifts. Mm-hmm. I went from that to nobody's getting any gifts from me. Screw that. I'm not right. asking anybody for anything. I don't want anything from anybody because with that came pain and disappointment. Right. Words of affirmation, the same thing. I'm not going to even tell people. Mm-hmm. Praise them, because they don't do that back for me. Mm. So I went away from my authentic self. Right. And I went to the opposite.
1: Your ego got mad. Yeah. Your little, your little kid ego got mad and said, I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah. And
0: so now it's like, I know that that's a trauma.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And hmm And when I identify traumas, my goal is to heal them. Right. And to release them. So once I identify trauma, mm-hmm. then my goal is to heal it. Right. And so what created that trauma is my story that I told Right. And my perspective on it that I had at the time, mm-hmm. which was out of alignment. Right. And so in order to get back in alignment and to release that trauma, first of all, I start by reminding myself, EIP, everything is per- perfect. There are no accidents, there are no mistakes that unfolded for a reason, for my greater good. Mm-hmm. And once I did that, then I also forgave others mm-hmm. and forgave myself. Right. Right. Because I want to get back into giving gifts. I realize that I love giving the people I love gifts. Mm -hmm. And for many years, I have not been doing that at the level that I wanted to because of that trauma. There was resistance. Mm -hmm. And so my goal now is to get back to that because I love it. And it's not about what other people are doing for me. That's my love language. So I want to enjoy returning to that. Like, love
1: language okay so are you saying you want to give more gifts or you want to receive more gifts what uh, what, honestly, what conclusion did you come through that process wanna you want to do, do, do both, both. yeah okay. because
0: i found that like everything else when you give uh-huh. i give because that gives me joy right and when i don't let others give to me i preventing them from experiencing that joy.
1: Right. And so I'm okay. stepping
0: up my gift
1: again. Okay. So I like you're, you're it. You're fortunate. Oh, so then I better work on my receiving energy if you're going to be doing more gift giving. Right. Okay. Right. I, I like that. I like that perspective.
0: So what with you,
1: Melanie Clark? You know, I too, my love, have been thinking about how I feel about gifts and I've never really been a big gift person, Mm -hmm. giving or receiving. Like, it's actually just something that I don't think about that much. Like, it just doesn't come up on my radar. Mm -hmm. And I was just kind of wondering, like, why I'm like that, right? Mm -hmm. Like, why it's not that big of a deal to me. And I think I can kind of trace it back to growing up poor, Mm-hmm. When your family's in survival mode and there's not a lot of money, giving gifts becomes kind of a burden, right? Yeah, it yeah. creates stress, stress for the family, you know, it would create mm-hmm. stress for my mom. Even when I was in foster care, you know, what? it was right. like it was like obligation, like, oh, I have to do this for you. You're taking from me. Right. So that became my story when people want to give me things it's taking from them to give to me so i had a hard time receiving it kind of tapped into worthiness stuff like i'm not worthy of that it's making it hard on other people I come from this background. I'm not deserving of that. So I actually still get a little awkward when people give me gifts. I have to do a lot of self-talk and, and also my reaction. Like I noticed like my reaction is Mm. not a big happy reaction. It's kind of muted and I have to make a conscious effort. Like make sure you let people know that you appreciate this because I do appreciate the gifts, but it, makes me feel a little bad sometimes and I have to it's something I realize in myself that I've been working on as well Uh and like you said everything has a story attached to it right Mm -hmm. and one of the things in my story is I consider myself to be a bit of a minimalist right like I don't really like Mm -hmm. clutter I like efficiency and so sometimes I just feel like it's unnecessary like I have what I want I have what I need Mm -hmm. I don't really need anything and then when it comes to buying gifts for other people, I still kind of filter it through that. Like, what do they really need? Like, right. they have what they need and I don't know what to get. And right. it, it creates a little bit of stress for me. So it's definitely not my number one love language. And then there's been some trauma around gifting, too. I've had people give me gifts and then have some expectations. Yeah, yep, that's
0: it right there. I have that too. And
1: uh-huh. I... Don't like obligation. I don't like feeling like you did something mm-hmm. for me or bought me something. So now I owe you. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I tend to kind of shy away from that type right. of thing. And, you strings know, attached. Strings attached. And, you know, earlier I was talking about Valentine's Day. Mm hmm in my first marriage my ex-husband would go all out for valentine's day but then the rest of the year was not so great right. not so loving not so kind not i didn't get a lot of my love language which was words of affirmation which right. is what i wanted so the gifts seemed annoying to me like oh you're it's giving me flowers seemed oh like, seemed like bullshit it's yeah like, it's uh, like yeah. Oh, this doesn't mean this doesn't mean anything and you know yeah i have some work to do myself right. on gifts look at that look at us i know we're growing the coaches right? coaching the coaches the coaches coaching the coaches but i do recognize you know logically that that is the love language right. of some of the people that i love and so i have to make an effort and they, they get offended
0: yeah when you don't have that big reaction yeah Cause, yeah because that's they feel like oh, you yeah know, appreciate me and then they get butthurt yeah and it's like yeah so that's a cycle
1: yeah so that's definitely something that i have to work on and you know i do realize that when that's other people's love language. It's just a little bit of self-talk on my part just to, mm-hmm. to say you love them and you want to bring them joy and that's how they receive joy, even if it's not how you receive joy, which brings up a good point. When you were talking earlier, I was thinking about this as I was listening to you, it's so common for us to filter who we are and have expectation of other people, right? Mm -hmm. So if we don't like something, we think other people don't like it, or we take it personally. We Mm -hmm. We think everyone's supposed to be like us, right? Like when you were saying you were a kid, and you were giving people gifts and doing all these things and then they weren't doing it back. And your little baby ego showed mm-hmm. up, and was like, I'm not doing it anymore because mm-hmm. they're not doing it for me. I think that's one of the great things about these love languages is really learning and recognizing that we're not each other and we don't consciously withhold or not do things because we don't love you or don't like each other. We're just individuals and we're all looking at life and expressing love Mm -hmm. and communicating through our own experience. And it's never exactly the same. And we get so offended when another person doesn't do it like us. We're not the same person. And so I think these love languages help us. To really recognize that we're all different and it's really important that we understand our differences and be able to love each other through our differences.
0: I agree. If something's not your love language and someone else does something that's their love language,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it can get irritating sometimes.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: and if you don't that's understand true. it, it's why they're doing it because that's the love language. Then it gets like, so for example. Right. Our daughter, Tony. Right. I didn't realize early on that gifts were her love language. Her love love language, language, yeah. So she was constantly asking for stuff like, give me, 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 give me. And it was like, of course, I want to give to you. But after a while, it's like, damn it. She's never satisfied. (laughs) She's always asking. She's always taking, taking, taking. Mm -hmm. And that perspective was taking me out of alignment. Mm -hmm. But then I realized one day, like, dope.
1: Yeah. Oh, Oh, that's her love language. Oh, that's her love
0: language. Okay, that's why she was doing that. Mm -hmm. And that's why she would get so frustrated when we didn't give her what she wanted. right. That she felt the story of, they're not loving me. They Mm -hmm. don't love me the way. They don't appreciate me. Right. And we're oblivious to it, thinking that she's just being... Hungry. Yeah.
1: Thirsty. <laughs> Greedy. <stuff>. Greedy <laughs> right. Unappreciative. But then there's the stories again, right? About mm. what's appropriate and not appropriate for another person to want and need. Right. But that is just her love language and that's mm. okay. You know what I've... I, well, when
0: people ask for, if that's their love language and they ask for yes. that. Yes. Then the tendency is to get like... Offended. Offended. Yeah. You're being greedy. Right. Because it makes you uncomfortable because you project and go, I wouldn't do that because mm-hmm. I'm imposing on people. Right. And because I'm, that's my insecurity. Right. From my perspective. Then you get offended when they do it, right? But for them, it's no shame in the game. They just ask for what they want. For what they want, yeah, they deserve to have it, right? Closed mouth doesn't get fed.
1: But then there's all that programming that you know that says to, it's better to give than to receive, and you know that you shouldn't ask for what you want. You should wait until someone gives it to you. And so, you know, I've learned a lot from people who have the love language of gifts. I actually admire people who have mm-hmm. the gift as their love language because they ask for what they want. They mm-hmm. get a lot of what they want because they put it out there. And what I've realized with not just our daughter, Tony, but other family members that their love language is gifts is that it doesn't have to be this extravagant, amazing thing that you give to people mm-hmm. if their love language is gifts. It could be something so simple as a card, or a book.
0: It's so simple as you go to the store and right you come back, you go just do a quick store run, <laughs> right. and you come back and they'd be like, What'd you get me?
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, what? A I bag get of you? chips. I got you yeah. some chips. Be happy. Yeah, but then <laughs> right. that'll make them happy. Mm-hmm.
0: But you got if you don't know that, then yes. it's irritating. It's like, What do you mean? What did I get you? I'm going to get groceries so we can have dinner. Yes. Yeah, but it'd be nice if you'd have got me a little snicker on the side mm-hmm. or a, belly, a little chip. And it's not that they really crave that thing that much. It's the gesture. The gesture, yeah. It's
1: the gesture. I've even seen it in work settings, right? Where I've worked with clients that have said, I always buy my employee things and they never get me anything. I bring coffee once a week or I get donuts or, so it's, it's all around us. People are reading us to see if we love and appreciate them. And if their love language is gifts, odds are they're showing up, bringing a lot of gifts. They're giving a lot. And the, what they're hoping for is that they get that back. They're right. giving that so that they can receive that.
0: Or if they don't get it, then they can get resentful and be like, mm-hmm. I'm not giving anybody gifts.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. They can pull one of my numbers. <laughs> they could pull your number, right? Yeah.
0: But I think ultimately, once again, imagine, and this is my goal, if we could master all five love languages. Oh, that would be amazing. Naturally. Right. You know what I'm saying? We, all of them. So we are able to give all those five. Right. As well as receive all those five. That's expansion. And I want to expand as much as possible. So it's an opportunity.
1: So we will start working on our gift game. I'll start working on my gift game. You're going to start working on your gift game, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do that. I'm okay. Down for that. I'm down. You're pretty good at gifting yourself, though. <laughs> I noticed that.
0: <laughs> you will, which I actually appreciate. You, you are right, sir. Yeah, I appreciate it. And sometimes, uh, or I ain't going to front, early uh-huh. on, I felt like, oh, <laughs> look at her just gifting herself left and Right. <laughs> I'm not gifting myself. Why is she? And I was like, you know what? That's cool that she's able to actually do that. Yeah. She, because she's not relying on anybody. You got the money. Mm-hmm. You have the ability, the resources. Yep. Then why not do it? And so that helped me to start doing that for me to some more. more. As you should. Yeah, I'm not great at it. I'm getting better all the time. Yeah. I still find myself going, Anthony, you're asking for too much. Mm. Anthony you bought too Anthony and it's like really
1: yeah there there's really? some there's some work to be done there but you know early on I would try to give you gifts and you'd say I don't need anything I don't want anything right so I just the- the protection. I was like, all right, well, I'm going to get what I want and I'm going to get what I need. And I'm actually really proud of myself for gifting myself. There mm-hmm. was a time, especially, you know, being a young mom, I mm-hmm. became a mom at 17 mm-hmm. and I've been a mom my whole life. And most of my momming has been about making sure my children have what they need and have what they want. And so I went years without doing for myself and or doing very little for myself. Mm-hmm. And at this stage when I want something, it is on and popping. I mm-hmm. am getting it. Yeah, Amazon is my friend. That's I will wow. think a thought and I'm like, "Yep, I want that. I'm ordering it." So I feel very proud of myself in that way that I am able to gift myself. But I'm going to work on my gifting game with you now that I know that you're ready to receive it. So, I'm glad we did this podcast uh, baby
0: me too look at that i think we've grown i think we have (laughs) yes 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 beautiful episode people good job baby and to all you listeners thank you for hanging out with us we love and appreciate you guys yes we do thank you for your support and if you guys haven't got a copy of our book the code, Secrets to uh, Achieving Your Happily Ever After.
1: It's a great gift. It's a
0: great gift. Gift yourself <laughs> that, that book. You can get it at Amazon.com. If you guys are interested in coaching with us, you can reach out to us at amazingclocks.com. Yes. If you're interested in becoming a life coach or just learning skills to life coach others or yourself, you can check out our Law of Attraction Life Coach Academy. And that's at TheLawOfAttractionLifeCoachAcademy.com. Yes. So there you go, people. We gave it to you. Now what you're going to do with it.